0: to change your world today my name is Chidi Fo and welcome you especially to this other segment on Free to change your world today we are looking at something very important how you can create a glorious deep-rooted future this is powerful why this topic we live in a world of uncertainty, many uncertainties, the fear of the future, the fear of what the future holds and the uncertainty of what the future holds has been a problem. Many people are worried, are afraid of what exactly will happen tomorrow, what exactly is my future going to look like. The uncertainty, the fear about what the future holds. Begawed many, even Christians. There are many people making lots of mistakes today because of the fear of what the future holds. The fear of what the future holds is currently behind many wrong mistakes, wrong decisions today. Every second, every second, every minute of every day. People are making making wrong decisions somewhere just because of the fear of what tomorrow holds, but this is not God's will for us. We need to get to a place where we know as children of God that we can create our future using the word, that we can create a picture of our future using the scripture and this is what God wants us to experience. But let's see, what did Jesus say? What is Jesus saying about this? Turn with me to the book of Matthew chapter 6. I read from verse 24. Matthew 6, 24. The Bible says, No man, and this is Jesus speaking, No man can serve two masters. For either we hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold on to the one and despise the other ye cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what ye shall eat or what ye shall drink, nor yet for your body, what ye shall put on. Is not the life more than meat and the body than raiment? Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into bands. Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them, are ye not much better than they? Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit to his unto his stature? And why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow; they toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you, that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, Which is today, which today is, and tomorrow is cast into the oven. Shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Therefore, take no thought saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. All these things shall be added unto you. The message transition puts it like this. You don't have to worry about anything. You are not missing out on anything. You are not missing out on anything. This is how the message transition puts it, it says, save your life in God reality, God initiated, God provision. Don't worry about missing out. You will find all your human concerns will be met. You are not missing out on anything. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. For you, it is seek first. You must seek first for these provisions to come. For the birds of the air, the lilies, they don't have to seek God first. They were not made in the image of God. But for you, you have to seek first to have all these other things added unto you. Please note that the Bible did not say giving to you. It said added unto you. All these things shall be added unto you. What does added mean? Added means something already exists, right? Added unto something that already exists, right? Like take this, add it to what you have. Take these highlighters, add it to what you have. Take this mug, add it to what you have. Do you understand? So add it. So it means that when he says all these things shall be added unto you, it means added to something that already exists. And what is this thing that should already exist before God can now add every other thing that you want? It is a faith filled spiritual life. A faith-driven spiritual life. So God is saying all these other things will be added to your spirituality. You must stay spiritual. You must seek first the kingdom of God then you will get all this added on you. The moment I realize this, I stop struggling. Pursue this stuff. Every other thing will be added. The more you grow in your spiritual life, the more you realize that you really don't have to struggle for every other thing. Let me tell you this: No man, no believer can be any more fulfilled in life than his spiritual. What do I mean? You cannot be more prosperous in your physical life than your spiritual life is. You cannot. It is to the extent of your spiritual progress that you will see physical manifestations. No believer can be any more fulfilled in life than his spiritual. And this is why God wants us to grow spiritually so that we can have a dedicated spiritual life that would attract all these other things and cause them to be added onto us. Spirituality is living in the fourth dimension. Living in the fourth dimension, even though you stay in this three dimensional world, you are operating from the fourth dimension. Spirituality is working hand in hand with God. In Romans chapter 8, verse 6, Romans 8, 6, can you talk with me to Romans 8, 6? This is what the Bible says. It says, for to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. To be carnally minded is death. So it means that if you are not even spiritual, if you are not seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, you are tending on the path of death. But to be spiritually minded is life, the more abundant life and peace that encompasses all understanding. The peace that surpasses all understanding is the things that God are the things that God will give you. The more abundant life. In 3 John chapter 1, verse 2, the Bible says, beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health. Even as your soul prospers, it means that your soul is a basic principle, a basic prerequisite for you to see prosperity in your physical life. The prosperity of your soul is also very important. Spirituality is the secret to a great and glorious destiny on earth. And this is even how it is even more beneficial to be spiritual. When you are spiritual, you enjoy a glorious destiny and a glorious future on earth. And then you also have your future secured afterwards. You have a secured future when you go on to the other side of life. So you are blessed here beyond understanding. And you have the blessings also on the other side. You have access to eternity. You have access to the to, to, to divine life of God when you are spiritual. It guarantees your access into heaven, your spirituality. It is very important that you know this. God wants you to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Then you don't have to worry about making wrong decisions today because of your tomorrow. You don't have to worry about what the future will hold for you. If you can stick and focus extensively on seeking first the kingdom of God. It is the secret to a glorious destiny. I don't mean any kind of destiny. I don't mean any kind of future. I mean a glorious and deep rooted future. So, I don't mean any kind of future. I mean a deep rooted future. A future that is solidly inside and built inside of Christ. Not the kind of future that we say um, I used to have. Then all of a sudden things went by. Uh, it, it used to work for me. No, no, no. That's not the kind of future I'm talking about. I'm talking about a future that is ever-increasing. God wants you to have an ever-increasing life. Now, what is spirituality? Spirituality is a faith-driven determination to live a godly life. In Romans 8 1 the Bible says therefore now there is there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit that is spirituality walking after the spirit Psalm 1 verse 1 is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly he's walking in accordance with the precepts of God he's not standing in the way of sinners he's not sitting in the seat of discomfort But his delight is in the law of God and in his law that he meditates day and night. That is a godly life. So, spirituality is a faith-driven determination to live a godly life. Spirituality is total obedience to the commandments of scripture. Spirituality is scripturality. We have to stay committed to the Scripture. Spirituality is scripturality. Now, what do the scriptures say about our life? What do they say about our future? If you know, then you will not have to worry. When you know what the scripture is saying about your future, then you would not even worry or make wrong decisions at the present because you are trying to secure your future. God does not want you. To depend on the winds and caprices of the earth to secure your future, He wants you to build your sure assurance of a future, of a greater future, on the word, on the scriptures, on the tenets of the kingdom of God. In Proverbs four eighteen, the Bible says that the path of the just is as the shining light that shineth brighter. And brighter, and brighter, and brighter, and brighter ad infinitum, unto the perfect day. And I always believe that the perfect day is the day you die eventually to go see, and I don't mean die prematurely, I mean die in a very good old age. The day you eventually die to go meet Jesus, or the day rapture comes. That's the perfect day. So it means that as long as you are on earth, and you've not died, and Christ is not here yet, your path. It's supposed to be shining brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter at infinity. That is the future. But like Jesus said, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. And now the Bible did not say your path, the part of a man shines brighter and brighter. No, it says the part of the just. The just there means the righteous person. The just there means the believer, the true believer in Christ. That is living according to the tenets and the commandments of the scripture. And so you can use the scripture to paint a good future for yourself. You can create a good picture of of your future using the scripture. And this is what God wants you to know. And then you would not have to worry about it. I used to worry about my future. And then because of that, I was held bondage. I could not do anything without thinking, Oh God, what happens to the future? And at some point I said, even if nothing happens, I choose to walk with God. The three Hebrew boys told Nebuchadnezzar, they were not particular about the future. They lived with divine carelessness. They said, all okay, we'll kings live forever, but we will not bow. The God who we serve will save us. <laughs> but even if he chooses not to save us, please know we will still not bow. Because if they bow, they will bow. The, the future. When you start seeing through the eyes of the scripture and speaking in line with the word of God, you are creating a good future for yourself when you start seeing the line in the scripture and that's what exactly happened? you start seeing the line in the scripture you start seeing that oh this is what God said oh Jesus this is what God said If I when you I would pray that the eyes of my understanding be enlightened that I may see and know what is the riches of my help I may see what God has done for me that the eyes of your spirit be open so you can see when you start seeing through the eyes of the scripture. When the eyes of your understanding are opened and you can start speaking in line with the word of God, then you are creating a glorious future for yourself. A glorious future. Very long time that the past, when I had to worry and worry because I didn't know all these things that I knew now. And then the Lord took me. Through a scripture 1st Chronicles chapter 4 verse 10 it's a very popular story let me go there let me just say it with my mouth 1st Chronicles chapter 4 verse 10 this is what the scripture says it's a very popular scripture about a very popular individual see and Jabez 1st Chronicles 4 10 God on the God of Israel saying, Oh, that thou wouldest bless me, indeed, and enlarge my coast. And that your hand might be with me, and that thou wouldest keep me from evil, that evil may not with me. And the Lord says, and the Bible says, and God granted him that which he requested. And when we had Jabez, I counseled the name Jabez and wrote my name dead Jesus. Because I believed at the time that I was really having it even tougher than Jabez ever had it. <laughs> Many Christians are having told about that Jabez had it, but they think that, oh, Jabez, God forbid. But I mean, Jabez was a man who knew that God could give him more. And he dared to ask God for more. And he created a good future with his eyes of the Spirit and with his confession. And he said, "God, give me a good future. And God gave him a good future. So at the time, I felt (laughs) my case must be worse than Jabez's case. So I took the scripture and I changed the name Jabez. And I added my name. Then I said, Oh, and Jennifer called on the God of Israel, said, Oh, that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my coast. And that your hand might be with me. And that you would keep me from evil so that evil will never give me. And I told myself, and God granted me that which I requested. And I meditated on that every day for two days, non stop. When I mean every day, I mean every day I've meditated on this scripture. Every day for two years. Every day I've meditated on this one scripture for two years. And it changed everything about my life. And it cost me to have my eyes open to what God has done for me. James called on the God of Israel. So you see that and you begin to see other things in the scripture. And then I took at some point Psalm 112 verse 3 that says wealth and riches shall be in my house. And then you speak that. And then you speak that. But we had no food in our kitchen. Empty apartment. No food. No properties. Nothing. But I was speaking these words. Psalm 112 verse 3 that wealth and riches shall be in my house and my righteousness shall endure forever. We spoke it into existence. We spoke it into reality. Where before we even had anything, we spoke it into reality. This is how you can create a glorious future for yourself. It is time to start seeing through the prophetic words of the scripture. Envisage a glorious future with the scripture. Envisage it. Create it. Build a good future. There are many promises in the body of Christ in the word of God. Take it. Run with it. Meditate it. Meditate it until it becomes a part of you. If you meditate and meditate it until it becomes a part of you, then you will see the manifestations around Don't meditate it two times and stop. No, meditate it continuously. I said I meditate on one scripture for two years. Every day. And I'm not Exaggerating, I mean every day when I was walking, I was saying it, when I was doing whatever I was doing, I was saying it because I knew or I thought at the time that I was having it tougher than Jebus ever had. That's a very powerful prayer that you can pray on yourself. The path of the just, the Bible says in Proverbs 4, is that shining light that shineth brighter and brighter out to the perfect day. If you know this, then you would know for a sure that nothing would happen to you. You would never have a yesterday that is greater than today. And I see myself and I say, it can never be worse than this. So it's important to you know that. God wants you to create a future for yourself using his word. And that's why he gave us the word. To create that future that aligns with His eternal purpose for us, and the purpose of God for you is a million times greater than whatever you have thought out for yourself. The times when I was meditating, Psalm one, one, two, verse three. The moment you may start to speak in line with God's word, and you imagine to and begin to see in line with the scripture, right? Your attitude will begin to change. God begins to shape your attitude the word of God begins to change your attitude and shape your attitude to fit into who God wants you to fit into (laughs) Psalm 112 verse 3 says wealth and riches shall be in your house right (laughs) a man who has wealth and riches in his house will walk in a certain way at some point people would always rejoice when they saw money on the floor for example and picked up money and then I had friends around me then who would say ah, ah I'm just hoping that one day I can just go and I'll see money in the bag and I'll take it and then I told myself or I could hear my spirit that hey people that have wealth and riches don't pick up money from the floor God will command money to be brought to you oh there's a difference one can pick up from the floor but the other one Money will be commanded to give given to you. And that this is the attitude that you would have once you begin to see yourself in line with God's word. Once you begin to speak in line with the word of God. So I just rejected that notion. and said, okay, so even when I saw it physically with myself and with my friends, I said, okay, you can go ahead to pick it, but I'm not going to pick it. Even though at the time I needed money for different things in my home. But I began to work it. Why do you have to begin to work it? David said something. in um, Psalm 27 verse 13. And that's, that's um, something that you need to realize. Why you must first start working out what you have professed before you can see it. David said something. He said something in verse, Psalm 27 verse 13. He says, I had fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the Believe to see. In this world, in this three-dimensional world, the slogan is, seeing is believing. But in the kingdom of God, the slogan is, believing is seeing. So you have to believe to see. So the moment I started seeing myself, I started believing that wealth and riches are in my house. I started seeing myself in another life. And then things started to change. I heard the story of Bishop Ruyutipo as well, that said so many things about the fact that even though he had nothing, he was driving a very beat up, beat up car, <laughs> but he knew he was prosperous and he worked like one who was prosperous. And today, look at where he is. And these are the principles that you use to create. God is no respecter of persons. In every nation, he that fears him and walketh these things out the way he wants us to work it out, using the scriptures, will get the things that every other person gets. That is what God, that is who God is, that is how he works. So in the kingdom of God, believing is seeing. you have to believe to see. So speak in line with gospel. Speak in line with God's word. Begin to see yourself as God sees you. People can call you names. People can talk you down. No, don't get a picture of your future with the words of people. No, get a picture of your future with the words of God. Not people. The problem with many Christians is that they try to build and create their future using the words and the influence of other humans around them. Forgetting the manufacturer. Forgetting the person who created them in the first place. So build your future using the scripture. And then you will see that things change. In God's kingdom, believing is seen. And so when you believe, you will see. David said, I believe to see the goodness of God. You have to believe to see. it. If you don't believe, you cannot see. it. You have to believe to see the goodness of God. And in Um, Mark chapter 11, a very popular scripture, Mark 11, 23. Mark 11, 23. Jesus said something there, speaking to his disciples. 11, 23, Mark. Jesus said, for very near." Unto him that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he said shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he said. He shall have whatsoever he says. So, what you say is what you have. Jesus said in Matthew 12:35 to 37, because of time I may not look through, but he says. By your words, you shall be justified, and by your words, you shall be condemned. By your words, you will have a glorious future, and by your words, you will have a bad one. So if you speak in line with God's word, you will surely create a good future for yourself. So see through the scriptures. Spirituality is the basis for a good and glorious future. See through the scriptures and speak in line with the scriptures. Then God can help you. Get it the way he wants you to. If you can see the invisible, (laughs) you can do the impossible. If you can just try to see the invincible, you can do the impossible. I've not seen any human that is treading on the path of the scriptures, seeing in line with the scriptures and speaking in line with the scriptures. ended up defeated in life. Make a decision today. Make a decision to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Make a decision to see and create a glorious future through the scriptures. Make a decision to speak in line with the word of God and you will have a glorious and a very deep-rooted future. Nothing can stop that. No force on earth no human being can stop that. Now it doesn't really matter what people say. It doesn't matter what they think of you. It doesn't matter if you can do these things. This is what matters. And this is what will secure your glorious future. And not what people think about you or what they say. Those things don't matter. It is what you have said, and what you have believed in line with the scriptures, what you can see. God said to Abraham, as far as your eye can see, I have given unto you, it is as far as your eyes can see. See. See in the eyes of your spirit. God will you Thank you again for joining us today. I look forward to having you in my next episode. Thank you. I'd like to give you an opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. Would you make this prayer with me? Just say, Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. Come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior. I know that you died for me on the cross of Calvary, and that on the third day, you rose up from the dead. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. I am ready to work with you now and forever, in Jesus' name, Amen. If you made that prayer with me, I believe you got born again. We would like to share some very helpful materials, Christian materials with you, which will help you in your work with the Lord. Get in touch with the numbers on the screen. And our team will be in touch and our team will help you get the kind of materials you need get a very good bible believing church and give god first place god bless you.